Greetings, fellow Earthlings. Welcome to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. This is a six-part series. I'm speaking with Antonio, one of the founders of Anonymous. We go deep down the rabbit hole. I hope you enjoy the conversation. All right, let's get into it. My name is Antonio. It is a pleasure to make your acquaintance, my friend. Nice to meet you, dude. What's your podcast about? Well, because I'm here, and again, because I'm a raw guy, my podcast is the Expat CR podcast. And when people come down to Costa Rica, they think of like beaches and women and whales. But at the end of the day, what's happening here is one of the most darkest, I guess, I have to say, uh, transformations that has happened. Like, we all know, if anybody knows history, did the people of Rome ever think Rome was going to fall? You know what I mean? And it's like, you have cartels blasting up through here. Um, you have people getting burned alive. You have so much crime happening in Costa Rica that people won't even, like, acknowledge it because, you know, it's Puerto Vida, man. You know, they just want to be in their little hell. Meanwhile, you have, like, a little old Jewish lady living in the southern part, getting wrapped up like a burrito, thrown in a dish, and lit on fire. And the only reason they caught them is because they tried to use her card at a local supermarket. That's the only reason. Wow. This is what's happening here. Dude, this is what's happening. And when I moved down here, we moved down here for B, for BD, for business development, with a few, like, we were trying to set up, like, uh, gaming pods and shit like that for people, uh, technology for, you know, uh, you know, tech schools and stuff like that, and airport. That's what my company does. And so, yo, when I tell you, when we invested, um, I think I, the medium was um, 15000 Yo, they literally scalped it off the top, dropped the bank account, and disappeared. The government did. Wow. From us. Dude, it's, it's wow. the most shittiest place on the planet, bro. And you can't, there's nothing you can do about it. There's Next nothing so... So here's where here's where it comes down, and I'll be brutally honest. And I actually have a book coming out about this. And you could watch my name, you could follow my name. I really don't give a shit. My name is Antonio Sebastian. I don't care. So, from in 1996, I was introduced to the world of computers. And 1997, I learned how to change my grade in high school. And I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. this sounds pretty groovy. And I had a group of people, and I really wanted to learn networking, computers, and everything like that. So yeah. I started low-key hack, low-key hacking. A few years passed. We did what we had to do, and all of a sudden, wait years way later, Anonymous was born out of fortune, basically out of like this raunchy. Who could be the raunchiest motherfucker ever? And then not only it's like, it's kind of like the way I could describe how Anonymous was born. It's like if you're just a raunchy, drunk asshole, right, and you're with a bunch of other raunchy, drunk assholes, and you're kind of like doing this whole circle jerk, and then all of a sudden this random person walks by, and you catch the eye of one of them, all of a sudden somebody has to prove how much you can fuck with that guy more than the other person. And that's how pretty much anonymous is born. And and hold my beer, watch this kind of thing, right? A hundred percent. And so it started off. With simple things like, like, uh, like you know, with new companies that were coming out. Like, I remember one particular was in Brooklyn. It was uh, Jerry's, uh, Jerry's Furniture. And they fucking turned Jerry's Furniture into, like, midget porn. 
You know what I mean? And it was the fucking funniest <laughs> So Jerry's furniture went down. Then it was um what was it at the time? It was uh it was Washington Mutual. Washington Mutual Bank. And they uh, their their website completely wrong, bro. And so there was like an upload like issue there where you could just upload your, your credentials. We ended up getting all the credentials, but the whole thing was being a part of that before it was anonymous was dope. And so what we did was we ended up being like Robin Hood guys, um, which not many people know of us. There's a thousand of us. And I had no problem saying because I really didn't do anything wrong. I didn't hurt anybody. I didn't disrupt, you know, the Westboro Baptist Church. You know what I mean? Like we just fixed, <laughs> you know, what was wrong. I mean, we, yeah. you know, before, I mean, like before when Western Union used to transfer money, they used to go over a hard wire which would go through phone booths, right? Like, you know, so what you would do is you'd hack in to a local phone line, uh, you know, the old, um, the old fucking phone booths, whatever. Anyway, long story short, man, like eventually enough connections happened and you end up getting like somebody from Zaire, getting a connection from somebody from uh, Saudi Arabia, and you just managed to manipulate money and bring it across and send it to, to Zimbabwe, whether it's $2 million. You know what I mean? And send it to like a Catholic church. And like, you know, do, and that's the shit that we would do for shits and giggles. At the same time, playing like you know, fucking Warcraft or whatever, Minecraft, yeah, World of Warcraft or Minecraft or spacecraft. Yeah. So that's awesome. Dude, so when I hear people talk about anonymous, I'm like, you know, what these schmucks have done, like you met, like you elegantly said, like you could be Antifa. That's exactly what it is now, dude. It's fucking scary seeing people of anonymous choosing sides even being on twitter it's like what are you doing yeah what do you think about that from your experience i don't I know your experience i just i just gave you my resume yeah i don't have any experience but i'm a i'm a self-proclaimed revolutionary right so nice. i see i see anonymous as you know the new black panthers with technology you know um so a, a much needed force to correct and hopefully prevent or at least slow our descent into fascism because you know if you don't see the fall happening then you're not paying attention right um everything has changed so i'm a little older i'm 55 right so in my lifetime i've seen a crazy uh, descent into fascism um you know, like just before I was born, the Kennedys, Kennedys were assassinated, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, basically any leader that was getting too many people, working class people to unite, was assassinated. Then we enter this era where the government just backs, backs corporations and bankers. Um, you know, Clinton sells us out, you know, as the best Republican, Republican uh, that the Democratic uh, Party ever had, right? And um, with NAFTA and this and that, and meanwhile, the CIA is smuggling drugs, making a huge black budget, coffered. Um, and then we go to Obama, who just kind of basically drove it home, you know, like, trust me, I'm the black dude, you can trust me. And he was the total wolf in sheep's clothing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that whole thing was planned. You know what the scary thing about that was? Is that, you know, from all the data leaks that we've had, even before Pacebin, because we used to use um, IRC chat. And in IRC chat was like this. Uh, it was like 
it was like the AOL instant messenger for hackers, I guess. And you would see these pay spins, but when you're young, man, like, you know, I was born in 1980, right? So you're, you know, you're, you're older than me, but, you know, it's like when you see this shit at the time when you're like 19, 20, you know what I mean? It's like, who gives a shit? You know, whatever. I don't care. Right. But right. when you hear like Bill Cooper, you know, like William Bill, you know, Bill Cooper, like fucking talk about like, you know, hackers and shit like that. It made us feel like really pretty you know significant because this is the way in the way in, you yeah. know in the words of the mandalorian and so you know they, they mentioned so many times from the 70s to the 80s to the 90s that this was going to happen and the people that had the balls that stand, stand up and say that were completely laughed out you know what i mean because it's happening now it's happening now in such like a rapid progress. It's almost like you blink and before you know it, you're wearing masks, you know, and it's fucking fright. It, it's, it's frightening. And so like, when you see like anonymous taking down, like, you know, I don't know, like fucking sites from like countries that don't even matter, like Zaire or whatever. It's like, and what does that mean? You know? And I know right. hands down, as far as boots on the ground, you know, we had a girl who was 16 years old in Ukraine that saw, flat out saw the atrocities that were happening internally and the Nazis that were in Ukraine. And she was fucking murdered on a live comp with like 30 of us. Bro, it's probably one of the most jarring things I've ever happened in my life. A 16 year old girl named named Oksana fucking just shot, kept the power on for fucking uh, 70, 71 hours. Just so wow. she could communicate with her brothers and sisters on the outside of what's really going on, so that the anonymous or hackers or whatever groups that you actually know. And these were Russian hackers and Ukrainian hackers siding together. That's the crazy thing about it. And so when you look at like Twitter and you look at these fucking anonymous schmucks, you're just like, dude, you do you, you do not know what the fuck is really going down. And so Straight during up. that time, yeah. So during that time. What happened was one of the people, I'm not going to say his name, he was actually, okay, so here's how hacking works. You get a job as a pen tester, and then all of a sudden you need a job. If you look at Mr. Robot, for example, it's a great, great, it's probably one of the best hacking like, like shows ever, and it really explains everything. Um, what happens now is when you're a hacker and you feel like, you know, shit's like, you just, you just want to be a part of society, whatever. Usually what happens is you just want to go above and beyond and you work for a normie. So you work for somebody like Twitter with your skills and you do whatever. And you pretty much do everything that, you know, Elliot Alderson does from fucking Mr. Mr. Robot. You get all the intel, you get all the details, you share whatever it is like that. And one of the guys ended up getting, you know, um, you know, finding out, you know, that where, where the deleted files went, whatever. I'm not going to go too much into that. But long story short, it's like, you know, the stuff that you see coming out now is a product of an, of an anonymous group. I, I don't know which particular one, um, but it's that's 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 how it, how that works, because pen testers, they don't get paid a lot of money at all. Unless you're it's like you don't get paid shit, bro. You get paid like 16, 17 dollars an hour and you you go home to your like, you know, your one bedroom, you eat your McDonald's. You're depressed. You, yeah. you know, if you have a family, you're not going to support them. They, 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 they take the most educated people who could really disrupt, you know, disrupt and destroy the world and give them the most minimal to break them down 
harder than any boot camp can, and you feel useless. So that's what they do with the most intelligent people. The most, and if you're really intelligent, they'll lock you in a fucking room so you don't have no opportunity for family or anything like that. And they'll pat you on your back and I'll give you all this stuff. But at the end of the day, it's you're on a leash. It's a money leash. And that's what they do with hackers. It's the most it's it's so disturbing and so scary that if any hacker who was doing a good job I decided to say, you know, one day, fuck it, I don't care what happens to me, this entire world would fucking crumble. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah, I mean, this is, and this is, you know, the way that, that it is, like, when they caught Yasleen Maxwell. Yasleen Maxwell was one of the parameters that came through our sex scene when she was fucking in the Northeast, and I was in New Jersey at the time. And, dude, she literally tried to put fucking, um, I think she tried to put, like, fucking uh, aluminum foil over her phone or something like that. <laughs> but her trace, her trace route was so strong because she was one of the first people in a 5G network that dude there's nothing you could do to hide from 5g at all and so when you're on a 5g network and you're 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 Yisling maxwell doesn't matter where you could go into the deepest darkest hole and you will be found no matter what yeah. they won't find what happened to the fucking explosion in taiwan or whatever it was with the chinese and and and, and you know like remember a few years ago when the fucking plane went down they won't find out what oh, happened yeah. with that but you'll find Yisling maxwell and so that whole right. thing. So when we were talking about child child exploitation, one of my sects, my sect was Delta Sec, and we we worked with um, a group called uh, Operation Death Eaters, which is pretty gay because it's like you know Harry Potter, and I don't mean gay in like you know uh, as a hacker dude. It's like when you say gay, it's not like you know gay, the gay people are the least of your concerned. When you say gay, it's like it's stupid. So I just want to make that clear. You know what I mean for anybody who's listening. It's like there, yeah. there are terminologies that we use in, in that in that in, in that world. It's like it doesn't. It's it, it shouldn't be offensive, and you should read the rules of the internet if that's offensive to you. So yeah, there's no hate involved. So so yeah. So what happens is now when you when you when you're a quote unquote hacker and you realize that this shit is going down, what the first thing you have to do is what they call reconnaissance. You have to know who you're working with. You know what you're doing. Or, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like. Where are these uh, facts coming from? Like you mentioned Pizzagate. Pizzagate was absolutely real. That was code for a lot of different things. So now you go to a guy named Jorge Mora. And if anybody who's listening who wants to be like, you know, you know, uh, an amateur fucking investigator, if you look up Jorge Mora, M-O-U-R-A, he's a photographer in Brazil. He's one of, he's part of the Clinton's um, uh, group of photographers down in uh, southern, really southern Brazil. And he would get these influencers, these girls, and he would, you know, photo shoot them or whatever and anything like that. And they would be like in this hidden ranch with like 15 other girls and stuff like that. And you could look it up. And what they would do is they'd run this operation out of an ice cream shop in the eastern part of Brazil, a coastal. I forgot the name of the place. Anyway, so you'd go underground there and then it was like a, uh, I think it was a 37 mile drive underground. I think it was 37, 35 or 37 miles anyway. So they had like these golf carts, these electric golf carts where you would stop every half an hour or some shit like that. And they would like charge up and they would take them to this place in the middle of the fucking jungle and then fly them off to either Colombia or whatever. And these girls were gone, forgotten, goodbye, adios. And sold wow. to the highest bidder. Yeah, those are facts, right. dude. 100% facts, man. Just fucking Straight bizarre. out of a Liam Neeson movie, right? Dude, I mean, yeah, I was talking to Logan about it before. 
it's like if you look at the movie Hostel and you take the movie Taken and put them together, they're, they're absolutely a thousand percent factual. But because in our mind, because we're worried about, you know, Kim Kardashian and Kanye and, you know, you know, whatever lives matter. It's like nobody gives a shit. Right. But you're talking yeah, about as a dad. Yeah. yeah, bro. You're, ta- if you're, you're talking like from a dad, like, you know, being a hacker is one thing, but being a hacker, then becoming a dad, it's like, yo, there's no fucking way in the world that I would never let anything happen to my child because it's so easy and parent and what they'll do is because we already know they're already wiping out the middle class it's right there in front of your faces just no middle class anymore it's like fucking 1984 it's happening and and if you're not part of the top one percent of the one percent dude you're part of you're a fucking a numberly and once you become a numberly it becomes crazy like for example um there's a i know you people are listening uh gabriel may may madre moon if you get a chance especially you you know there's a there's a website called pim eyes p-i-m-e-y-e-y-e-s you go to that website you take a picture of yourself if you've done anything nasty naughty gross whatever that may or may not have been updated or, or uploaded to a website that you do not want it to go to it is fucking there. It is the closest thing to CIA facial recognition that you could possibly get. It's fucking frightening. Whoa. Dude, it's like dead like dead ass accurate. It's it's one of the scariest websites that you could possibly go to. A lot of hackers use this. A lot of hackers use this to get dirt on somebody and what they'll do is like nobody wants to pay $300 a month to fucking get access to it. So what they'll do is they'll screenshot the shit. And then what they'll do is they'll go to Yandex, which is a totally different browser, which if you set your parameters straight and you say, put yourself, I don't know, like in fucking um, Canada, right? Now it uses Canadian servers or whatever, you know, especially if you're from North America. You put that picture in and whatever website that that picture is, whether it's an ex-girlfriend, whether it's you, whether it's whatever it is. And if it comes up, there's some pretty strong probabilities that they're not only going to get your name, who you really are. But at the same time, now there's an opportunity to ransomware your ass because the last thing you want is to be exploited and doxxed to your family and your friends. And that's the world we're going to. So when people use this new Lenza stuff, right? Like, oh, my God, look at Lenza. I look like fucking, you know, I look like somebody from Game of Thrones. I'm really beautiful. And, yo, I hope like the reverse engineering on that is so accurate that I could find out exactly where you are, where you're from, where that picture was taken. And we're down to the GPS of where your house is. I even know where your toilet is and whether or not it's flushed. And who's to say it wasn't CIA seed money that started that company? It has to be, though. It has to be because the United States is sinking so fast that it's it's, it's absolutely, it's like, you know, I know I'm to blame for everything, but I have to blame everybody else. So let me blame everybody else. And then I'll just make it look like it came from inside and we eliminated the problem. That's what's yeah. happening. As the and so A hundred percent, dude. The captain will not take responsibility for the sinking ship. Not only will they not take you know, responsibility, but they'll definitely jump off on a fucking lifeboat while the entire United States sinks. And it all starts with, you know, whatever you decide to share. So how convenient. Is it that all of a sudden everybody wants to see themselves as a fucking... These are grown men and women, bro. 
grown men and women yeah. wanted to see themselves yeah. as cartoons. Cartoons. Yeah. Look, my avatar is dancing. <laughs> it's bizarre. Dude, I got a question for you. I got a Go question for, for you. When, what, what was the time frame when, when this stuff went down in Ukraine? Was that pre, pre invasion and everything? I imagine, right? Dude, that was. Uh, she passed on in June. She passed okay, in so, June. I think. I mean, right in the beginning. So, Before oh, yeah. you know, it was. It was like when they were when they were saying they were lying. They were saying like, "Yo, the Russian troops are coming in, man. It's got like this fucking twenty mile long ride, which wasn't accurate because anybody could go on Google Maps." And by the way, when I say Google Maps, I'm being facetious because any there, there's not one person who wants any sort of real truth. To go on Google, like that's literally going to the fucking mall, sitting on Santa's lap and hoping for a goddamn gift. That's not real. Google's not real. They know everything. You know, you want to buy a vibrator. You know what I mean? It's like they they already know. You know what I mean? It's bizarre. You know, I use um. I use a Brave browser. I use, you know, Firefox. I use, you know, DuckDuckGo. I use Dogpile. I use a whole bunch of different, you know, but Google is like the fucking, the worst. But, um, yeah, this, this, this girl, Oksana, dude, like she, Oksana, Oksana, um, uh, Jakovowicz, I believe her name was, Jewish girl, beautiful girl, bro. Like, you know, she, 16, dude fucking probably one of the hardest hackers ever like if you ever look at the movie hackers with angelina jolie like that was like her so she could have been anything she wanted dude and um they fucking shot her they killed her they killed her for keeping her lights on they killed her for keeping the lights on dude she did what she could you know she 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 had a fucking dope like a really dope computer she had um she she knew the ins and outs, man, and they fucking they they shot her. They shot her online with people, and um, people you know it's sad. It's like people know they know that you know they they'd rather sit there and put up the you know pray for Ukraine shit, but the pray for Ukraine shit, what you don't realize is that there were white bands. If anybody wants to take a look at the fucking uh, the the periodicals there, going through as Christian missionaries, and I'm pretty sure you've seen it in some like you know. Um, like some of the driving, like, you know, when there was no driving around, you had like, you know, whatever, if you're left or right, whatever fucking you believed in, uh, you know, there, there were some certain vans that are driving around. And these vans were like, you know, picking up certain people. What happened was that they were picking up these young girls and taking these young girls. If you weren't good looking enough, what they would do is they would sit there and leave your mom behind and say only kids and you, as a parent in a fucking frantic situation, what do you do? You want the best for your child, right? We'll meet up sure. you give it a little dialogue. And before you know it, your fucking kid is in fucking China wearing a thong like fucking Princess Leia to Jabba the Hutt. Those are facts because of, you know, St. Patrick's fucking missionary from Ireland. And if, I'm pretty sure you've read about it. There were some fucking, there, there, there have been some girls that have, went to certain families that have been sexually assaulted. I don't know why that's not bigger, but if you were to just do a search on that, you would see that a lot of these families, even in the United States, that adopted these Ukrainian girls separated from her family, they were sexually assaulted. I mean, that was probably one of the biggest, in the history of that I've been doing this, that is probably one of the biggest 
sex trafficking movements I've ever seen. And I've been doing this since 97. So and that's so brutal. It, and under the cover of the fog of war, right? Well, that's the thing. Because it's not our country involved. So why would you really care? It's like, why would you know? And you're being fed what everybody's being, you know, telling you, right? Because you're you're yelling about Trump, you're yelling about Biden, you're yelling about Fauci, you're yelling about the CIA, the FBI, the you know, the Comey's, the whatever. But meanwhile, there's this young fucking girl who's about nine years old getting picked up in a van by some guy who's getting sent off to Italy to do the nastiest of nasties for the rest of her life, never to be heard from again, because and theoretically. She doesn't exist. And we're right. talking about hundreds so of thousands of kids. But here's the kicker right. about that. The Ukrainian government allowed that to happen. They let those people into the city to go through and do what they had to do to pick up. It's like, oh, well, they didn't know. Of course they knew. Why do you think they knew? Because the highest bidder would pay X amount of money to people. Does anybody like... You know, I, I mean, I've seen people and, I, you know, some of the people that we worked with, you know, we worked with uh, we worked with uh, some SEAL teams. I'm not going to go into detail, but we worked with a lot of, you know, spec ops teams and stuff like that. You know, very America stuff when we were younger. And um, we've seen, you know, the objects of war. And, and if there are any veterans listening, I'm pretty sure that, like, they understand it changed you. There's no way if you could look at this guy's uh, Zelensky and and this guy's like all dressed nice and whatever. There's no way that that guy knew what the fuck was like. He he knew what was going on, but he was not in the thick of it. He signed the papers oh, to get himself like he literally sold. He sold a lot of people out, no matter the cost. They could have had that. Like if I like look what they did to Saddam Hussein, right? Look mm-hmm. what they did to what's his name? What was that? What was the name? Um, Saddam. remember they dragged the guy. Yeah. Yo, if they wanted this guy, they would have had him. You know that, oh, yeah. and I know that. But he was sitting there doing fucking live interviews. His, his sweater's all nice. He's looking all fucking delicious. It's like, come on, bro. You sold your people out. And a good majority of those people, my friend, were Jewish people. That's the scariest part about it. And I'm not a Jewish yeah. guy. I mean, it's like, it's like, come on, dude. So, you know, from that perspective, I never got involved with the arguments or anything like that. I just know what I know, and I've been doing this a long time. I've never gotten caught. I've never been arrested. I never did anything wrong. I'm just a guy that, you know, I, I knew I knew how to, like, you know, there's an old saying, you know, um, from Hunter S. Thompson. It's like, you know, the edge. Uh, you know, certain, what is it? Um, only certain people know it. The only people who know it really are the ones who went over, whatever. Yeah. And I've learned to teeter-totter with the edge. You know what yeah. I mean? Because... Just hit the edge and not cross it, right? Because you you got to learn to overstep boundaries sometimes in, in words of righteousness. And, like, being, a, like, a, a son of a Vietnam vet who is fed of, a, a, you know, a pack of lies and bullshitted. And now that, like, I have PTSD because my, my abused dad... Um, you know what I mean? It's like you feel bad, you know, for the alcoholic dad or the abusive dad or whatever like that. But you got to figure out, like, why did this happen? You know, Vietnam was a joke. You know, you guys got fucking slaughtered. Like, you guys got fucking annihilated. 
You know what I mean? You know, what they did to Kennedy was absolutely fucking brutal. How they murdered him. It was mission accomplished, though, really, right? Because as the war was going on on the TV cameras, the CIA was in Laos and Cambodia smuggling tons of heroin out of there. Oh, yeah. Dude. That's when the, the the drug the the drug movement was so massive it completely disrupted eighties to perversion, just like any other fucking monkey that you give to them with drugs. The first thing they start do with that excitement is to start masturbating, and that's what the eighties was. Mm-hmm. Like, am I wrong? Like, dude, I mean, you you're older than me, but you remember meatballs, you remember fucking Revenge of the Nerds, you remember like those oh. movies, right? Like, like, come on, dude, it was like literally fucking saggy breasts and like uh like weird shit you know and i think logan was talking about it before like the blue lagoon like it was over sexualized but raunchy over sexualized yeah and drugs were just the country was flooded with drugs they took the 70s they took the the heroin and opium from the sit from the southeast asia area and dropped that in the inner cities and then in the 80s they were the you know, Bush Sr. was busted smuggling coke from Nicaragua. Yep. Which is still happening now. And Nicaragua I'm sure is, is a country right before, uh, ahead of me. Right. So, so I got Nicaragua in front of me. So with Nicaragua, the problem is, it's like, okay, so when you're here for 90 days, you have to do what they call a, a border run. Because every 90 days, you have to, like, check out the check back in. You know what I mean? So it looks legit. Nicaragua right. won't even accept any Americans anymore because it looks like, you know, you know, they don't trust. Apparently, the trust that they have with the United States has been uh, compromised. Yeah. And so they won't let you in. So now you have to go to Panama. But when you go to Panama, what happens now is you have to, um, like, Prove that you have $500 in your account. You have to stay for two days and then come back. But the problem with that is now it's like you have the cartel that runs all of Central America. And they are utilizing what you're doing based on your time frame to acknowledge that, okay, Antonio is leaving Saturday the 23rd or whatever the fuck it is. What we could do is piggyback off of him. And have about 10 kilos go behind him because it looks almost, um, you know, it's serendipitous to them. Mm-hmm. And, and we could have maybe about five girls in the back. And what we'll do is we'll put tattoos on them. Because that's what they'll do. They'll put tattoos on you to make them look of age. Like all over their body, on their face, just to make you look of age. Even though they're fake tattoos. Four tattoos, I believe they call them. And those girls are like 14, 15 years old. They get pushed up through Costa Rica. They drop off by um, uh, ha- a, a town called Haco. Haco is in Costa Rica, which is one of the big prostitution towns next to San Jose. And what they'll do is they'll just uh, drop them off, deliver them to their pimp or club or whatever, and then keep moving. But at the end of the day, it just looks like a tour bus that just picked up these people. Right. And because, yeah, dude. dude, it is so scary.
All right. Thanks for tuning in. Tune in next week for part two of six in a series of interviews with Antonio, one of the founders of Anonymous. And if you're picking up what I'm putting down, digging what I'm doing, please do spread it around and share with friends and on social media. Until next time, keep digging for the truth.